What? Street sharks. Waka waka. <laughs> Jabber jaws. We want a shark, but he needs to be like Scooby, but instead of Scooby sounding, he sounds like a gangster from Chicago. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe we'll do that. That, that, that got it out of my throat. Just like I'm going to put something in my throat. And that thing is going to be a human body. It is Sunday. It is Sunday. Something is getting guzzled, and that thing is a human torso because we are eating people on this episode of Real Rotten, the definitive podcast for movies under 25% of Rotten Tomatoes. And I am here to get my revenge on you, Stephen. Oh, no. Nom, 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 nom. This is me eating your torso. Nom, 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 no. Okay. Can you give me a good, uh, I want you to be an actor for a second. I know in another life you are an actor, but I think in this one you had a chance. I want you to give me your best I'm being bitten by a shark impression. Like, uh, you're in the water, you're treading, things are good, and then all of a sudden... Something latches on. Let's say let's let's say it's your leg. Let's say it's a leg bite. Uh, give me your your. I've just been bitten the leg by a shark. Go. Uh, ooh, uh, I got just bit by a shark. I think. Uh, uh. Oh, oh, you wanted to be for real. I don't know. I think they're both. They both feel real to me. One's, one's that feels, cooler. They both feel real to me. One super cool. Uh, here to give us his shark impression uh, of Jabberjaws. It's here. Uh, Kyle is joining the podcast. Welcome back, Kyle. It's good to have you, our shark aficionado. You're what the fuck is up, Kyle? It's our shark head is here. Hey there. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, I like sharks. Not really. Sure. Not really. I don't know why I'm, I'm no shark expert. You lied whatsoever. on your you lied on your resume. That's not good for us, but it's good for us that you're here. We're happy to have you uh, back on the pod. Uh, I'm back. Help, help, helping us back here. What What is your experience with sharks? I, you feel like a real guy that goes. If I had to picture somebody at the beach during a shark attack, it would be you on the beach with like your farmer's tan. A lot of sunscreen yeah. on, and then you just like yelling like, "There's a shark in the water! There's a shark <laughs> yeah, in the yeah, water!" Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely like letting people know I'm not diving in in the water like to save anyone, but I'm definitely like yelling, yelling around, letting people know there's a killer in the water. City boy, city boy. A lot of people have a, a deep fears of sharks. Is does it fall into any of our top five scariest? Uh, Things we're scared of? Yeah, I think so. You guys have put sharks. I'm scared. I'm kind of scared of the ocean, but I'm yeah. more scared of like what? I mean, it's because of it's because, because of, of movies. Yeah, you're right. I, it's not just sharks, but it's the, the unknown. Movies. It's the unknown that's yeah, about the ocean. Yeah, a really little philosophy. I get it. I don't like to uh, put my feet on the bottom because I'm scared a crab is going to be right there, ready to yeah. ready to pinch me off. Step on a sea urchin or something. Yeah, or like a, a stingray will just go right into the barb me and barb me in my foot. Yeah, no one wants that. Nobody wants that. Uh, 
we are here to talk sharks. We're, we're doing a, our first shark episode ever. Uh, yeah. We're doing Jaws colon The Revenge. Uh, this is the fourth series of Jaws. It is a anniversary. An anniversary. It is. It it's is the funny. final. Is the final Jaws? It's the final Jaws. It is the thirty fifth anniversary of of this film. Um, uh, quite an achievement. I thought I saw they they try to make a, another sequel after this. Am I wrong? About uh, that? We might talk about that. Okay, we'll, we'll get into that. Um, we'll see if that's a reality or or a fan fiction that Kyle just uh, willfully <laughs> tried to bring into existence. Well, either way, I think we should revive it for uh, one of our games later on. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Can't maybe, wait. Maybe we'll uh, we'll pitch the next Jaws. Jaws yeah. Jaws be back. How Jaws isn't already back is kind of beyond me. Right. Uh, um, does Does Universal own Jaws? My, Universal owns my company. Jaws. Okay. Yes. Uh, uh, Comcast owns Jaws. Okay, I'll take it. I'll take it to the top. We why wasn't Jaws part of the dark uh, the dark universe that they tried to reboot uh, a few years ago? Yeah. Oh yeah, that'd be that'd be interesting. <laughs> on that on that famous cover of Vanity Fair or People or whatever it was with all the people playing all the dark universe characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just imagine Jaws in like a suit sitting off to the side. Shark that man. would that would have been pretty cool. Well, I can't. I guess they kind of brought it back with um with King Shark in uh, the Suicide Squad. But, oh uh, yeah, you know, yeah, a little yeah. Bit of campiness to it. But then again, that's not yeah. a universal franchise. That's uh, Warner Brothers. Yeah. So maybe they stole their thunder. Uh, um, Minions Jaws crossover. That's probably Minions, where it's Jaws that's probably crossover. Where it, anyway, uh, Kyle's back. Wild. Kyle's back. Uh, and the reason, uh, 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 not just the reason Kyle's back, but also the reason we're doing this film is because of the upcoming uh, animal monster film, Beast, starring Idris Elba. Which I got a huge problem with. You well, air your grievances before we get into it. Uh, villainizing lions of mm. all animals, I great creatures that have nothing done, done nothing wrong. Known except, as the shark of the land, except giving us so much content. Uh, they they gave us Lion King. We're just gonna forget that, and now we're gonna make a movie about the lion being bad. What's next? People named lions. They're all all of a sudden gonna be maligned in public. People are gonna throw stuff at them. Yep. I'm not I'm not on board with this. Yep. We're gonna slippery slope. It's a slippery slope out here. Everything's gonna be now maligned, if you ask me. <laughs> uh so so uh to kick that off, um we have a game for our guest, uh slash producer Kyle. Kyle, uh, it's called Idris and the Cat. So uh what you need to do is uh pitch the next Idris movie that's gonna that's gonna happen and it can't be James Bond. Because it's not happening. <laughs> So th- in this scenario, the next <laughs> this is Kyle. As yeah, what's Idris signing on to next? Idris, Idris calls Kyle up and he says, hey, I'm looking for new representation. Yeah, you're my agent. I need a guy. Agent Cat. I'm going to do whatever you tell me. What's your what you got? <laughs> and he calls Kyle out of the blue. Yeah. Catman. I like that. Catman. This is this is Idris. I mean, we're doing Batman. We got to do Batman. What? Like, wh- what? Batman. How? <laughs> what? What? what do you mean how? They already have a Batman and Robert Pattinson. No, they have many Batmans. I'm. I'm. They're gonna do another remake down the road, and Idris can be like. like it's Dark Knight Returns. Idris is that what it is? Wow. He can be the old man Batman for Batman and Beyond. Beyond movie, oh yeah, he could be like the guy in well, the transition. Yeah. yeah, this game was shot to hell real quick. <laughs> Moving <laughs> on, I can't believe we didn't see that one coming. To be honest, <laughs> I yeah, did. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but let's get into it. Let's talk about Jaws: The Revenge, 1987 film, the end of an era, the end of uh, many things uh, to come. Our uh, our official old movie of the year. I don't think we've done any movies this old yet. So yeah, yeah, we haven't. So and this is our uh, old old oldie but goodie. 
Holy but goody. Uh, let's get a taste. Let's get a taste. It has attacked her family. It picked up Sean. It killed your father. And haunted her dreams. <gasps> when it killed Sean, I knew with absolute certainty it had come for him. Now, there is one last battle to be fought. We're heading straight for it. He's gonna hit us! Lorraine Gary and Michael Caine. Jaws. The Revenge. This time, it's personal. Rated PG-13. Starts Friday at theaters everywhere. Man, wah, wah, wah. so much done, so much to unload with that trailer alone. God, they almost revealed the entire movie, like they show the, the whole ending scene. <laughs> That's much. the only exciting part of the whole film, is it not? I mean, I it, it is the revenge, is what it's all leading up to. But it is the revenge. There's a lot of exciting parts about this film. Um, does it all make sense? No, of course not. No, no. Or, or else uh, is this about a a, a shark that? has revenge on his mind and knows exactly where the people that it's trying to seek and destroy are. It yes, travels thousands it of miles in three days. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> yes. Is this maybe the smartest shark in the history of the world? Yeah. Definitely. This is a supernatural shark. We're going to get into all that, and I'm really excited about it. Uh, first, this is a zero percenter. Yeah. Big time zero percenter. Zero percent on, uh, on RT. This is on the list of one of the best uh, So Bad It's Good movies of all time. And uh, I think this is how I first uh, uh, I first uh, came across this film. This was like on TBS or TNT where they had a specific like movie block where it was like a so bad it's good. And it would usually be like really bad 1950s movies or, uh, you know, stuff like that. And this was on it. Um, it's I've, this was a this was a movie that I saw on cable TV a lot uh, as a child. I'm assuming you didn't, Nick, because you were scared of everything. I didn't watch it. Yeah. Uh, I was barely in on the first Jaws let alone the second and third and the fourth one. I noticed it strictly based on the fact that uh, Michael Caine was in it, and I was like, oh, what is Ebenezer Scrooge doing in the Bahamas? Michael Caine. So uh, I was really captivated by it, and then uh, I never watched it again after seeing it once. Uh, I've only seen Jaws. This is the first sequel I've seen. You've never seen Jaws 2? No, or 3. Wow, Jaws 2 was yeah. Jaws 2 was another like major cable like run run movie. It was all oh, it was all over the Superstation or like I don't know, whatever. USA, probably Big USA because it was a universal film. Love yeah. Big USA. Yeah. Love Big USA. Uh yeah, uh critical rating 0%, audience 15%, audience agreed. So I think that's what I was getting to. Uh, I'm part of that audience. I have a hard time believing this is 15% audience. It was, it was a, I don't know if it was that bad. It's just so bad, it's good. So like you're, you're fulfilling a very niche market if you're, if you thoroughly enjoy this movie. And I don't enjoy this movie. Like there's parts of it to enjoy, but it's not an enjoyable movie overall. Ryan Tomato said, illogical, tension-free, and filled with cut-rate special effects, Jaws the Revenge is a sorry chapter in a once-proud franchise. I initially thought cut-rate special effects was like, oh, they're giving it praise with its special effects? And it's like, oh, cut-rate, like, oh. discount, budget, got it. Oh, got it. Uh, my guy is Rupert Smith from Time Out. He said, it's mostly just a matter of waiting till feeding time. Time Out! He nailed it. Thank you, Rupee. Yeah, rupee. one million rupee. <laughs> rupee Smith, Kyle, cut all that out because it's not problematic. Uh, my guy Desmond, Des Desmond Ryan, Desmond? Uh, of the Philadelphia Inquirer. Oh, it's more like what's a hoagie? Hoagie Desmond. Hoagie, hoagie. <laughs> you gonna have a hoagie down there in the south? Uh, <laughs> Desmond Ryan says uh, everything in Jaws: Revenge is utterly expectable, uh, which isn't a bright idea for a film relying on suspension tension. Suspension tension. Suspension. 
yeah. suspense and tension. No, yeah, yeah there's uh, nothing else uh, to say about it. He's he's so right, uh, but we'll get into the good parts, I guess, later. Uh, Kyle, won't you talk about uh, the the notable critic uh, because Ebert didn't review it and you agreed with him. I agreed. Yeah, it's from uh, Gene Siskel from the Chicago Tribune. R.I.P. Let's put it this way. When you see and hear the nasal Lorraine Gray on screen, you want the shark to eat her, which yeah. I felt like that the entire time. <laughs> she, she was she's not that good. Not that good. <laughs> she was horrible. Uh, I dived. I dived in further into uh, um, into what we now call it the Siskel tickle. Uh, the notable critic Gene Siskel's rating of this film. Uh, I can only find him on TV uh, discussing it with Roger Ebert. And his biggest gripe of the movie is a, the overusage and just the utter usage of dream sequences. To quote uh, uh, Siskel, James, dream sequences are lousy techniques. <laughs> and he said that like over and over in the in the. I TV love. Reviews. I liked the dream sequence in this movie. I, it got me. I hated all of them. Uh, <laughs> they were all terrible. Ebert Ebert did re- re- review this movie. He uh, he did, uh, but but the prominent. Prominence went to went to Siskel. Yeah, on well, the he, he gave it zero out of four. He said the shark models have so little movement that at times they seem to be supporting themselves on boats instead of attacking them. Up until the l- ludicrous final sequence of the movie, the scariest creature in the film is an eel. <laughs> that eel was scary. What eel? I don't even remember the eel. The, the one of the first fake outs. Uh, once, yeah. the, once they find out about the shark and he's scuba diving again, and they're like, hey, the shark's coming for you. Yeah, and then goes so, by. something pops up and it's the eel. Oh, I didn't. And then he's like, oh, just you're scared of that water snake? No. Nope. I didn't say that, but that's what I would have said. There's <laughs> also just like, there's just like a <laughs> lot of, <laughs> there's just like a lot of staring off into space of this movie. Just yeah. like Looking shots into of the vista. them just staring and yeah. Crazy. It's very uh, fisherman of them. Well, it's an hour thirty one. They had to hit the ninety minute runtime, uh, <laughs> so they needed that extra two minutes of people. Minutes. Yeah, <laughs> it's like no, it's like, like ten minutes. It's like when you watch the supercut of people staring at for a Twilight. If yeah. you go on on YouTube, there's ten minutes of just people staring on Twilight <laughs> with zero words said during that whole time. I believe it. Uh, fat corner. Uh, fat corner. Uh, Kyle, wants you want you take it away. Sure. Um, release date, July 17, 1987. Happy 35th anniversary, everybody. We did it. We made it. Woo! Give this shark a hot dog. What did it do? What did it do? Give this shark a hot dog. Let it guzzle some glazes. Uh, rated PG-13. Yeah, weirdly... Or unweirdly rated uh, PG thirteen. Well, wasn't well, wasn't was original Jaws was PG. Isn't the original Jaws PG? Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. PG film. All you need is one parent there, and you're good. Parental guidance. Wow, Have them guide you through that terror. The terrifying. When that movie. movie, that movie, like the original Jaws, is considered one of the scariest movies of all time, just because it affected people and not wanting to go into like swimming or into a pool or anything like that. Yeah, the mayor, <laughs> the mayor of Amity, terrified. The, Amity, the mayor of Amity was like, "You can't shut down the beaches. This is a beach town. This is a summer town." And little did we know, it, it affected every summer town for years on end yep. uh, because of how yep. scared people got. Yep. To this day. Uh, runtime an hour and thirty. Thank tight God. ninety. Not so tight ninety, actually. Uh, when I think about it in retrospect, long night, long ninety minutes. <laughs> no, long ninety minutes. Uh, it's not. I, I mean, it was fine. 
It's Dude, not. That we didn't need one, the carnival sequences. We definitely didn't need, need, <laughs> definitely needed the carnival sequence. The gambling sequence we didn't need at all. <laughs> the gambling sequence yeah, was the awesome. Gambling sequence. <laughs> that was the part where I really got to know the characters, and I uh, I appreciated it 100. percent We'll talk about Great. how the novelization uh, connects all of that together, uh, but the movie did not. The movie's final cut did not put any of those uh, scenes together uh, in what would have been a very cohesive story. This was a novel. There's a novelization of it. So the story goes, um, the writer uh, was pitching, uh, I think the writer was pitching this, no, 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 no. I, I have this totally wrong. So there is a novelization of Jaws the Revenge. Yes, I think it's by the same screenwriter. And with it, there's a story, there's stories revolving uh, why Hoagie's stuck on the island being like a British pilot, like he's doing. he's a drug smuggler. There's a story about, um, there's further stories about, oh man, the further development of the character Jake, the character of the driver, uh, the dude who who picked up and drops off uh, Michael and uh, the grandmother, <laughs> the the mother, the mother and the the family as she's coming back from the Bahamas. Yeah, there's like there's whole like character developments in the novelization. So the, the, sounds amazing. So the guy who wrote the movie, I think I'm gonna have to fact check. Yeah, all I, of I that. think you you should fact check that. <laughs> I'm Kyle. gonna tell you this right here. Uh, it's Kyle, on, what's, it's what's, in trivia. Yeah, well, Kyle, what's the tagline? Uh, the tagline is, this time, it's personal. Which, it goes both ways, right? Like, it's a revenge of Jaws because of how many times they've killed him. <laughs> or them, if it's right. more than one. I don't really... See, that's... I. Yeah. This is where I get confused yeah. with the whole series. One of the biggest but, plot, uh, plot holes of all time. <laughs> <laughs> and it strictly goes after that family. Mm-hmm. And torments them. Exactly. Yeah, they're the target. Somehow, some way, the shark, the shark population knew that they're the bad guys and need to be need to be killed <laughs> mercilessly. Which leads me to my uh, yeah tag. You're it, Nick. My trivia. I mean, my tagline. Going on vacation? So is this shark. Uh, that's the fun one for the families. That's how you get the PG families in, you know? Yeah. Here's the... Uh, here's, here's the, the 13 crowd. <laughs> here's the real one. It's, yeah. He can smell your bloodline. Dang. That's a... Uh, that's a... Uh... <laughs> Pretty good. Wow, that's pretty gross. It makes deep. a lot of sense. It's pretty gross. That's deep. That's real deep. Though, I know. I know. Pe- people are getting it. People are getting it. People sure. are saying it's good. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen, what's your tagline? Real jaws of Pokemon. Uh, my tagline. <laughs> Who? My tagline is Dugong the Jaws of Pokemon. A question we'll answer later in this episode. Not. <laughs> uh, my tagline. Who run the world? Sharks. <laughs> Get the Beyonce crowd wow. in there uh, years years before Beyonce writes oh, yeah. this line. Yeah, that's she stole it. Plot keywords, Kyle. Take it away. Uh, here we go. Plot keywords. Nineteen eighties. Of course. Cool. Yeah. Cool, shark. cool. Shark. Shark. Shark attack. Okay. Killer shark. Animal monster. <laughs> animal yeah, monster. Animal monster. That's the theme of this episode. Is animal monster, right. uh, which is what we all are, and it's our favorite. Uh, Muppet too, animal monster. Yeah, the animal, animal monster. the monster. Animal the monster. Uh, but uh, but 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 bu- budget twenty three million dollars. It made money. Uh, overall gross of fifty one point nine million. This is what happened. Okay, so this is the one that changed. Jaws not only started blockbuster movies, but it started the franchise. Yeah. A horror movie. Yeah. So, 
there the main thing that people have learned since then is you don't just give up your IP so easily. Right. So the Jaws, they were just like, anybody can make Jaws. Just go make Jaws. Just give us a little bit of your money when you're done. That's cool. Yep. Now they're like, they make like Sinister and Conjuring yep. and all these. And they're like, no, we're going to hold on to this. Yep. And we're going to be in charge of where this money goes. And we're going to make hand over fucking fist. Paranormal Activity. Does anybody know what happened in two through five or whatever that is, that nope. series? And it's one of like. I know the second one. It's a top it. 20. <laughs> it's a top 20 like made, movie made money series of all time, along with the Conjuring movies. It's just insane how much money these make. And I think maybe Jaws was the first uh, first version of that before uh, the Fridays, Friday the 13th and uh, Halloween. Halloween. Ma- Halloween maybe, maybe beat it to it, you think? No, no. Well, yeah. Was, when when did when did Jaws? Halloween, Halloween wasn't a blockbuster movie. Uh, it was a hit though. It, it was wasn't, a hit. It was a yeah, well, it didn't like create. Um, uh, it wasn't like the first. No, but it but it yeah it followed the the followed the 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 the, the trend of Jaws in becoming a, uh, a horror franchise more mm-hmm. or less. Speaking of trivia, Kyle, take it away with your with your trivia quote. Uh, Michael Caine could not accept his Oscar for Hannah and her sisters. Because he was busy filming this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So funny story about this. There, uh, the studio only allowed seven days for production uh, for this entire film. Uh, so Michael Caine uh, was unable to fly out to L.A. to accept his award because of that tight production schedule. Which is insane if you think about a feature-length movie, $25 million budget, do it in seven days. They shot this whole movie in seven days? Seven-day production schedule. No. Allegedly. What? Yeah. Oh yeah, wow! Infamous for having a a, a tight knit, super super close uh, production schedule. They couldn't. Uh, th- they just had it I had mean, to happen during the Academy Awards. Yep, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there's like there's like four, five different locations that they go to in this movie, maybe. And they filmed it all in Hawaii. So there there you go. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So so as I was as I was alluding to the novelization based on the original script by Hank Searles. Uh, included many scenes and subplots that were ultimately removed from the final cut. Uh, uh, instances include the discovery of Sean Brody by the police department, uh, Thea being hypnotized and almost wandering into the water at night where the shark awaits, <laughs> the death of a windsurfer. Was that, did that happen at the carnival? <laughs> <laughs> the death of a windsurfer. Oh, no, a we hum- needed that. A humorous scene involving a drunken retired newscaster and the shark. Okay. <laughs> a drive-by shooting where the Brodies are nearly injured, and a foot pursuit. Uh, the uh, deleted characters. Who are the feet pursuing? <laughs> <laughs> deleted characters include an island gangster who befriends Ellen Brody, who's ultimately killed by the shark. Oh. Hoagie's law enforcement partner and Papa Jacques, a voodoo doctor. <laughs> <laughs> In the novel, Papa Jacques is a local man to whom the islanders turn for advice and guidance. Uh, Mike does not like him, and he believes he exploits the islanders, including his assistants. After an altercation, Papa Jacques summons the shark to do his bidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, okay, Joseph Sargent directed this movie, and I'm going to need that cut, Joseph, yes. uh, Mr. Sargent, and wherever you are. <laughs> I need to. I just need to see it one time. Yeah, maybe I think I think enough people need to see that one time to where you might make a little bit of money on it. Yeah, release the release the Sargent cut. Yeah, release the Sargent cut, you cowards. Uh, I had a little uh, little cool bit of trivia. Apparently, this is definitely not happening, but but based on quote unquote recent reports as of 2020, uh, July 2018, Spielberg expressed an interest in a Jaws prequel, focusing on the 1945 sinking of the USS Indianapolis. The Great. movie starring uh, Nicolas Cage. Sure. 
featuring a younger version of Robert Shaw's Quint in a supporting capacity. In May 2020, Shaw's grandson, Ferdius Shaw, expressed interest in potentially portraying the young Quint in the future should the film ever be produced. Ferdius Shaw, also famous on the podcast, for being the star of Artemis Fowl. Yeah! So there you go. He back! Yep, so this is a Ferdius Shaw podcast. Wow, we are a Ferdius. I still remember that name. We'll we'll maybe never forget, Ferdius. Uh, Nick, what's your favorite uh, bit of trivia that is... That's a good idea. Favorite trivia of this show. We never really... Ex- they never really explained in the first Jaws why he has such a thing against sharks and... Well, he tells the story of the Indianapolis. Yeah, he tells, he tells the story, but I think uh, we need to see that. Right. I'm on they've board. Never made a, they've never made a good movie about that. That's the most unfortunate thing. I guess sharks are just overdone to where you, you can only do so many things with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite trivia is a quote from Michael Caine, who... Probably right after they were like, hey, why didn't you at the Oscars to receive this? And he's like, oh, I was doing Jaws of Revenge. And they were like, oh, tell us about that. And he said, I've never seen it, but by all accounts, it's terrible. However, I've seen the house that it built, and it is terrific. I'm in so many movies that are on TV at 2 a.m. that people think I'm dead. That's a great quote. Um, two, I think Michael King had paid $2 million for this film. I want to see what this house looks like if it's a $2 million house yeah. in 1987. <laughs> Uh, and and uh, he gets all those royalty fees every time they show this. It definitely has on one. It definitely, definitely on has TV. one of those sunken uh, living. One of those sunken living rooms. Oh, the, the he, everybody does conversation co- area. Yeah, yeah, the cocaine room. Yeah, as, yeah, yeah, yeah. as he's probably using it for. Yep. Not anymore. <laughs> now he's a. Now he's he's a man of the people. Now he's out, grandpa. Uh, <laughs> Kyle and more who's. We talked about it. Who's 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 so so blah, blah. Yes, Nick mentioned Joseph Sargent. Joseph Sargent, uh, uh, who who did the OG Pelham one two three, but he most most recently and most famously to me, uh, subjectively, did the HBO uh, movies directed something the Lord made and a lesson before dying. Okay, what are those? <laughs> something the Lord made is a biopic about the uh, one of the first like uh, first first doctors to do like heart transplants in the 50s. And one of, one of them was played by Mose Def and the other one was played by Alan Rickman. And then A Lesson Before Dying is based off a play where a guy on death row's mother or grandmother, something like that, um, has like a, uh, I think an ethics professor or some sort of lawyer come in and like talk to him and teach him about like how to go out like a man, basically. <laughs> like... Yeah, it's it's more or less go out like a man, but you're teaching him like philosophical lessons, so he won't act like his life was cut short. Intense stuff. Um, <laughs> writer was Michael De Guzman, who's not famous for anything. Uh, we didn't really have any notable crew in this no film. Notable crew? Oh no, yeah, I looked. No, yeah. no one really couldn't find anybody. They're, they're, yeah. they're like famous for this movie. Yeah, and the Oscar winner we talked about, Michael <laughs> Caine. That'd be a bummer. Uh, the only notable actor besides Mario Van Peebles, which is a you know forever a uh, real rotten uh, 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 saint of of the show because of all of his uh, under twenty five percent movies. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, wow. Mario Van Peebles, and then Karen uh, Young. Yeah, no, sorry, Karen Young. Yeah, and then the FBI role of Karen agent. Young, who was Michael's uh, yeah. Michael's wife, was the FBI agent uh, for Adriana. In the Sopranos. Yeah. That's it. Wow. That's really it. I have one uh, one notable crew. Go ahead. Found Donald B. Woodruff. He did the art direction okay. for this film. Okay. Other films he did. It's quite the list. Jaws of Revenge is his third movie, right? Same year as Harry and the Hendersons. Nice. 
But then he did later on Crimson Tide, wow. Volcano, Enemy wow. of the State, wow. Big The Tony Wonder Scott Boys, guy. Little Nicky, and then his last movie he ever did, Pipes of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. You best start believing yeah. in ghost stories, Miss Turner. Friend of the show. Because your art directing in one. Wow, friend of the show. Yeah, friend of the show, my R. guy. R.I.P. Mike Woodruff. Don B. Woodruff. Did, he win, Michael Woodruff. did he win an Oscar for that? He, did they not win an Oscar oh, for that? Oh, he definitely won an Oscar he for won it. Something. Let me check. He won the Oscar Two for nominations. Being... No wins. For a uh, period or fantasy film from the Art Directors Guild for... Pipes of the Caribbean, the Ghost of the Black Pearl. Also a nominee for uh, the Wonder Boys. Wowzers. Uh, movie plot according to Rotten Tomatoes. So the plot goes as this. Uh, don't hate me. The, fa- <laughs> the family of Widow Ellen Brody. No, this is the best part. of The best part of the movie is you saying the plot right now and the people being like, that's what this is about? Yes. So Jaws the Revenge, according to Rotten Tomatoes, is uh, the family of Widow Ellen Brody, Lorraine Gary, uh, has... Long been plagued by shark attacks, and this unfortunate association continues when her son is the victim of a massive great white. In mourning, uh, not in the morning, in mourning, Ellen goes to visit her other son, Michael, Lance Guest, in the Bahamas, where she meets the charming Hoagie Newcomb, uh, Michael Kane. As Ellen and Hoagie begin a relationship, a huge shark appears off the coast of the island, and Ellen's trouble with the great whites begin again. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, that that's all of it. They don't mention that it's the same shark that comes down because right. they it is right. It has to be the same shark. The same shark that killed her son yeah. uh, that, three days at least ago. That bloodline, but, in, I, uh, but bloodline Martha's Vineyard. Out. Yeah, yeah. The bloods in the water, as in uh, these people are in the water. I uh, I like that it mentions the relationship part of the Hoagie and Ellen. Yeah, that's like the that's the biggest subplot <laughs> subplot that they want. It is get a past. huge subplot of the movie and something that I'm very on board for. In that they they got Michael Caine to sign on. They're like, he's got it. He won't do it unless he gets to make out with Lorraine Gary. <laughs> like unless he gets to make out with Lorraine Gary and tell no less than five did, jokes. And he did classic Michael Caine where he talks about a time he visited a town. Yeah, <laughs> has a whole story behind it and shows her what. What it's all about. Now the town was covered. Classic Michael Caine. I got took in by. I was took in by. (laughs) By indigenous folk. These indigenous folk then told me that I had balls the size of grapefruit. I think we started at the beginning of this movie though. the 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 greatest scene that sets it all up is the first death, which is Sean Sean dying. Yes, Sean dies in an extraordinary way. Yeah. He's a he works at Amity. Amity. He's a cop He's on a Amity cop. Island, just is, like his padre. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. Is it so? It's Christmas, not in July. It's not Christmas in July, or is it Christmas? No, in I'm July? saying we're doing a Christmas in July. Yeah, we're doing film a Christmas in July movie. You're which, so excited. Which I know, I this love. is so your movie, Nick. I, like I didn't, I didn't bring this up, but hits. this is all Nick's movie. There's nothing I like He's better. His, He's hiding his joy. Nothing I like better than a, a young man retrieving a buoy, getting his arm bit off, all while like uh, Old Holy Night is playing in the background. Yeah, that is. If you threw in some green sleeves as he's like getting devoured, laying on a log. Yeah. Oh man, uh, Old Lang Syne has nothing on that. I I would uh, I would put that movie into my collection as favorite movie of all time. Michael Caine's second Christmas movie. Uh, the uh, <laughs> second one uh, coming. He might have more. He later. might have more. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, the Sean's death is is great because a 
it's unexpected. B, it's prolonged. Yeah, it's prolonged, but also happened so fast that I don't really realize it's happening when it happened. I had to rewind because I was just like, did I just miss something? Yeah. Because the shark, they don't really, they never really figured out how to have the shark attack a person for this entire movie. Right. You would think that that would maybe be the only thing they work on. But unless the shark strategy was to hit the boat and then immediately open his mouth and wait for the person to fall into it. Did mouth. it look like a shark actually attacked a person even one time in this movie or did it look more like the person jumped into the shark's mouth every single time? I thought I think everybody had his, was uh, uh, you know was contemplating ending it all and uh, you know the shark just happened to be there. It's like, "Oh, well, this is convenient." What did you think of his arm getting bit off in the very beginning? So <laughs> I thought that so he was I thought he was gonna survive. Yeah. Because his arm gets bit off. You you obviously see his other arm tucked inside of his jacket, but there's blood everywhere. And then I'm like, okay, just like get the fuck out of there. But then his boat started sinking for some reason. Did the shark the shark must have bit the bottom of the boat? Must have bit the boat. Uh, you know, yeah, it was all part of the plan. Jaws is made of just like titanium <laughs> and can just pierce through anything. Immediately starts bleeding as soon as it starts biting the boat. So I was like, man, that's a gum, gum problem. Also, the like three seconds it took Sean to realize his arm's missing, like he had a yes. feel over there that oh. there wasn't anything oh. there. Oh, oh man, oh. where's my arm? Oh. Oh. oh, no. You freaking idiot. That that was the first thing that really set me up for like, oh, this movie is crazy. Yeah. But then you think it's just a one-off shark attack until the shark keeps attacking this family and like following them around. Yep. <laughs> the other brother comes up from the Bahamas where he has his job. As a marine biologist. As a marine biologist. They they all fly down there, and then guess who shows up? <laughs> In three days. I love that. 2,000 I love miles. that that shark swam its ass all the way to warm water for this for this revenge. Honestly, a good like opening scene like before the credits would have would have been like the shark like in a in like a like a coven of like other sharks <laughs> somewhere like deep in the Atlantic Ocean and he's like doing a blood ritual where he's like b submitting his oh, own yeah, blood yeah, 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 on yeah. like some shark paperwork and they're communicating in their shark electromagnetic mm -hmm. language like you need to kill his family. <laughs> his family yeah. been attacking our family for twenty years. Honestly, if you're gonna if you're gonna tell me that a shark knows where the family is, give me so some more backstory on the shark. I want I want to know more about the shark. Yeah, is this this is not the same shark as all their other jaws? Because all those jaws died. died. All they all died. They all died. So this must be like that shark's family of some sort. They'd be like. He killed my family. I kill his family. Who would have knew sharks were Jedi's? That's all. I, that's all I didn't realize. There's. A, they're all interconnected somehow, some way. We'll never know because we keep killing them. I know the best. Uh, you you don't expect it, even though it's right there in the title. Jaws: The Revenge. The Revenge. The Revenge yeah. isn't about the humans. It's about the shark getting revenge. Yeah, and then ultimately yeah. the the humans get revenge. So it's I, a cyclical. It's was, a sick cycle. That was my real good slash real bad thing. Um, it really makes the movie. And uh, makes it move along. There's a lot of other good parts uh, around and in there. Um, let's talk about more Are You For Reals, though. Uh, you know, we talked a little bit about the psychic connection that, that apparently the mother has with the shark. <laughs> and knows when every one of her, her family members die by shark bite. Did J.K. Rowling uh, watch this movie and then decide that Harry and Voldemort <laughs> should be connected by horcruxes? Yeah. yeah. I yeah, think that's, yeah. Shark that's probably what happened. 
Uh, and then yeah, the, the yeah, jaws, yeah, the four sharks are the four horcruxes of that entire family. <laughs> and what doesn't make sense it, at the very end of the film, Jake, uh, the partner, aka Mario Van Peebles, the partner of Michael, uh, gets gets ate, eaten by a shark, but not fully eaten, and survives. Survives. And it's just you know it's swimming in the water uh, after the after the events unfold, and the shark is killed, and he's just hanging out, you know. Uh, you know, holes and holes in his body of multiple degree, and just swimming <laughs> in salt water. Just How is he out. living still? Yeah, yeah. Just don't understand. And he uh, cracks a joke too. Yes, Mario Van Peebles was amazing in this movie. <laughs> oh, that's another trivia. Uh, he wrote his own role. He wrote, his, wrote his own role. Uh, you could tell, but he was also yeah. the best actor in the movie because he was so, being so genuine the whole time. He was being very genuine the entire time. You were like, this guy is definitely a marine biologist. Oh yeah. wait. He really, he really gets it. He really loves it. He really knows what's going on. Uh, Lance, you know, was interested. Lance guessed. I thought, I, I, I thought this, the Bahamas was the place that we needed to go, and I'm glad we went there. He needed it. He needed a more tropical feel. We were sick I mean, of Martha's yeah, Vineyard. Yeah, Martha's Vineyard. Boo, boo, boo. You only boo. have so many lobster. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to an island. All I serve is lobster. So Michael Caine is a drug runner. Right, that is what the novelization tells us. That's what they alluded to. He's he was and that he owed money to the to the to the casino. Okay, he did say st- something like, "Yeah, I like I uh, I fly things around." You know, one of those things. I'm kind of stuck here, if you ask me. <laughs> the, that was well. Let's get to the next are you for real, which is them just throwing Lorraine and Michael Caine into a relationship. Yep, old um, people get yeah. together. Old people make out scene. Old people make out scene. I yeah. loved it. I thought it was great. <laughs> it wasn't ideal. It was not expected. That's I moved for the sure. plot along, I guess. She uh she she was very interested. I honestly the last thing I expected when they went to the Bahamas, I, I thought the whole thing was gonna be the sharks attacking, sharks attacking, sharks. No, yeah. we got a full blown rom com in there where Michael Caine is flying her around. We we followed them in an entire date where the shark wasn't involved at all. Right. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like, make some room for love, you know what I mean? Until the banana boat scene happens. And <laughs> shark, in, shark in shallow waters, first of all. Yeah, first off, a 20-plus foot shark in shallow waters. This shark is gigantic, and it's in shallow waters. They're keeping a secret from the rest of the family that they've seen the shark already. Mm-hmm. And they have it tagged. Nobody knows. But then all of a sudden... uh Sharks in the shallow water. The first thing it goes, it smells. It smells the toes of the daughter in the water. <laughs> smells the little toes in there, and that is enough to tip it off that there there is a child of of my sworn enemy here. By the way, they tag the shark, and the shark bites a corner of the boat, and they just stare at the 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 boat after <laughs> after the shark takes a bite out of it. It's like, oh. Wow, he bit, bit a chunk of his boat off. Yeah, so remember that picture of LeBron and Chris Paul and uh, Carmelo Anthony all in the banana boat? Now imagine that, but imagine a shark coming up and uh, one of them just like putting its leg gently into the shark's mouth and then being thrown around for a little bit. That's what happens <laughs> when the shark tries to attack the daughter on the banana boat, but instead another poor tourist lady uh, bites the dust. How many shark deaths were there in this movie? I think a t- maybe four. Yeah, maybe four. Decent body count for uh, no, for, lady, for a shark. maybe less than that. Because uh, you had the no, it was the you had the lady. Sean, you had Sean, you had the lady, and that's it. Right? 
No. No one else died. Well, uh, yeah, I think. Oh. Yeah, you may be right. Uh, I guess there could have <laughs> been more shark death. Well, I think <laughs> she was. She has a. She has a. She has a dream of getting attacked by the shark. Yeah, so it's not a real death. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Roy Scheider's character dies off screen after getting a heart yeah. attack, thinking about the shark. <laughs> according to according to Lorraine Gary. I know. I like. Can that. we talk about? Oh, that was good. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. 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 Can we talk about the scene where it's Jake and Michael on the boat, and they're they're baiting jaws with like these Hella lamb chum. legs or whatever hello chum <laughs> yeah and he's he's like held by two ropes and he wants to lean over and oh, that's yeah. like the one time <laughs> you feel like someone should die in this movie no offense sure to jake but yeah. <laughs> he should have for sure died <laughs> just, when, with his with his just, pulley system yes i do yeah. like mario van <laughs> peoples was crazy. like Here, here's the scene here's the scene i'm gonna you tie these ropes to me and i lean over the edge and then i i stab the shark with a with a we're gonna monitor this thing. In, We're gonna monitor the thing. In, in Deep Blue Sea, they did that with fucking Samuel L. Jackson standing too close to the <laughs> to the little entrance We're where the sharks come be out. And okay. got and they they <laughs> yeah. just bite his head off. They that's that's the weird part. They just bite his head off. That's a different movie though. Uh, real worst. Still holding on. <laughs> the real worst part of this movie, the realest of the rotten, is the music. Yeah, the mu- the music is I, really bad. It didn't was so I watched the original Jaws right after just because I was like, was this the music that was in Jaws? Was it so like, uh, I guess it was like Caribbean. It was like up tempo. Yeah. yeah, it was. There was more chimes in this one than, than the original Jaws. I didn't even recall hearing. I you could faintly hear like the dum. Yeah, barely. You could very faintly hear it mm-hmm. a couple times, and I was just like. This is the number one thing you have to do in Jaws. There has to be a scenes, multiple scenes where you hear the music, but you don't see the shark. All they would do is show us the shark and play the music with kind of happy music in the background. Yeah. Just lollygagging about, you know, eating people's legs. Yeah, you you change up the music of this movie and it changes the movie in a, in a much better way, in my opinion. I don't yeah. know. That plot is still hard to break through. <laughs> Hey, I just know. I just know that shark's out to get us. I think they did. They did kind of do the. They tried to mimic the music by when the shark got close, you could hear the beeps come faster. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I appreciate that. That was as close as it got to being good, though. Um, were there any good? Parts? I don't understand why. <laughs> why they couldn't? They couldn't just loop John Williams. They own. They own right? the rights to it. Why <laughs> yeah. they just? They couldn't just loop in the old stuff, and everyone been like, yeah. <laughs> They probably would have made it that much better. I mean, I would have been hyped if I had uh, if I had that. Uh, real good stuff. It was so bad, it's good. There's some so bad, it's good elements part part of this movie. Uh, if uh, if you do the drinking game, or if you see each goof uh, that happens during the film, you know, speci- the biggest one being Michael Caine jumping into the water and then jumping back into the boat, and he's completely dry. Like that's one of the biggest gaps in the movie, if not of all <laughs> all time movies. Like it, 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 there's uh, some fun, fun uh, bits to it. Actually, unintentionally but, fun. Yeah, let's talk about the real bad. It's good is the last scene of the movie. So yeah. can you explain it? Just what <laughs> happens? So uh, apparently, uh, uh, Ellen gets gets the idea like she's gonna stop this this damn shark herself. Yeah. Okay. So she carjacks yeah. this. She boat jacks this this <laughs> this, this 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 sailboat. Yeah. Takes it out to the middle of the ocean. 
Uh, and then just doesn't have a plan on how to kill a shark. <laughs> yes. So she gets surrounded by this fucking shark. Um, her son and and Jake and Michael Caine Hoagie get get in, steal the airplane from from Hoagie's boss, and then just lands it in the water right next to it. Yeah. Instead of like trying to just run into the shark because they, that shark is so easy to kill. Apparently, they, bu- they buzz the tower once to try to. I don't know if they're trying to hit the shark or just scare it. Yeah. But- yeah, they didn't work. It did nothing worked, and so they crashed the plane. Michael Caine's the last to leave because he's captain going down with the ship. He ap- allegedly almost gets eaten, but just kidding. He jumps on this boat, and hey, all of his clothes are dry. <laughs> um, and so the, Jake develops this electrical so, impulse okay, device. Yeah. So what's that? That's so what it's I was like confused. A, by. It's yeah. like a shock collar that that you make that you put on the shark, and so it just shocks the shocks the shark while it's while it's moving around every time you press the button or whatever. And that's what's causing it to leap out at the end. So, but they're kind of kind of Jerry rigged because you know it's Jake. Uh, I could call it Jake rigged. Uh, so he he tries to put another one in him, and then he gets he gets he gets bit up by the shark. He gets like fully fully taken down. Yeah, you think like he's dead. More, more than half of his torso is inside of the shark's mouth. You think he's dead? So everybody's like, "No, we gotta kill this shark now!" And so while they're doing electrical impulse thing, Ellen gets the idea. Oh, this boat. I'm gonna ram this boat into this this mother, and so he rams it into the shark, and then, on point of impact, plus with electrical impulses, it just makes the shark explode. <laughs> yes. it just makes the shark right just here. just get pulverized somehow, some way, and uh, to cap it all off, the uh, the rest of the footage of the shark descending into the water is the same footage from the first movie. <laughs> You forgot the flashbacks too. Oh yeah, and all the flashbacks. <laughs> all the flashbacks that's in the motivating <laughs> her is Sean's death, seeing how Sean died by the shark, uh, seeing Roy Sh- Roy Scheider, you know, blow the shark up. Uh, what does he say? Uh, Smile, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Huge callback moment for her. <laughs> yeah, just use Roy Scheider's in flashbacks. Just use the first movie to flashback everything. I know it was so good. And they all, and, and then like the bloat, the the bloat, the boat kind of blows up. Yeah. Yeah, the boat just um, explodes too, and they're just floating along, and they're waiting for yeah. the Coast Guard. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> that was the end of the movie. That, that was, was like the end. Literally, how the movie ended yep. was all that happens in like fifteen, uh, eighteen minutes yeah. or something like that. The climax is about they twelve minutes back. long. Yeah, they, longer than they, any they climax I've ever heard. Of. Oh, that part was awesome. Uh, they're separate ways. Who worked and who did not work for you? Uh, the, uh, I mean, uh, Michael Caine or Mario Van Peebles worked, uh, and we can all, I think we can all agree that Ellen sucked. <laughs> Lorraine Gary sucked. Yeah. Lorraine Gary. Lorraine not- Gary or the daughter. Or the daughter. His daughter was really bad and really not, annoying. Not, oh, the young the daughter. daughter the or young- the mom? Thea. I thought the mom was bad. No. no. The, mom, the mom was, mom was great. great. Mom was great. I fell in love with the mom. I was just like, this really? chick, she is so cool. She was like a, she was like an artist. They had sex in in. Uh, <laughs> of course, the Bahamian government uh, 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 commissioned a white yeah, welder, a white, a white welder, to be woman. the for the for the beach commemorate that whole that whole com- that whole beat. Yeah, the whole banana boat scene killed it for me. I was just like, all right, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was fully on board with the mom. I thought she was a good mom too. Uh, she sucked. Her haircut but, sucked. Her her attitude sucked. Her haircut yeah, was Ellen, great. Motivation I sucked. I hated the haircut so much. <laughs> it's the worst short haircut of all time. Lorraine Gary was Ellen was the only one that I I, I could never really come yeah, around Ellen, on. Ellen was bad. That was bad. Also, it sucked because it focused around her. When right, she was I, the central I character, like and she was the worst. Focus around, yeah, 
it should have just focused around Michael sort of thing. She came out of retirement for this film. She should have stayed in retirement is all I got to say. I honestly forgot that she was. Um, Don't make her the focus. <laughs> yeah. I forgot that she was in the original Jaws. Yeah. She's the original wife. Yeah. So yeah. when yeah. I when I watched it, I watched the original Jaws right after because I was like, I just need to know what the original Jaws was like again so I can make sure it wasn't like this. <laughs> the rumor is she was cast because the lead producer um, of Jaws is uh, her husband. So there you go. Okay, Sydney well, Scheinberg. Good for her. Good for her. Uh, who did work for me was, uh, I'll agree with you, uh, Van Peebles, he, his charisma carried it. I don't know if he was a good actor or anything. Um, I thought he all those. best he can. I thought those three guys worked well off of each other. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a good trio. Michael Caine playing craps. Cool. That was awesome. Always put, cool. Put oh, my me, God. Put me in there. <laughs> I'm just like what the everything. I'm just like what the hell is this scene? I'm in. It doesn't matter. Let's play some craps. What was he? He was like, uh, she's like, is that a bad number that you just realized? It's not bad for everybody. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, what does that mean? Depends on yeah. Yeah. Depends on what you want. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Betting to get snake eyes. Friends of Defoe. Who do you add to this movie? I I recast the mom and do Lisa Kudrow as Ellen. Uh, you put in a, a younger, younger, uh, younger looking mom, or if it's done in a modern times, Lisa Kudrow's perfect age for that. Yeah, it's like a, I guess she's technically a grandma. Yeah, Lisa Kudrow could, could play like a, a grandma of a, like a seven year old. Yeah, I'll, I'll put, I'll put, uh, Monica in there as that role. Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox is that role. She could play a good revenge. Who paid for her plastic surgery with the police chief of Amityville? <laughs> Amityville, Amityville salary. Come on. Be real. No, it's uh, it's wrongful death. Uh, <laughs> oh, she got it from the insurance she got, policy. She, yeah, she got a settlement or something. <laughs> you think you think the surgery's going to make bring bring back your dad? <laughs> you got to put you got to put Meryl in Ellen's spot, right? Then no, the game is friends or defoe, Kyle. <laughs> We replaced no, the cast. No, we're doing recasting couch. We re- it's highlighted. It's the same thing. It's the recasting couch game. <laughs> Boo. Well, I, I, I vote Meryl for okay. that one. Yep. Put Meryl in it. Put Meryl in it. I think that's a good It's a good choice. Listen, I just know that it's coming <laughs> to get my family. She we would all be way more convinced. <laughs> If I was in the water and Meryl was on the beach and she was yelling for me to get out of the water, no, I'd get, get the, the I'd get the fuck out of the water. Yeah. I, I'll listen to Meryl. Yeah, probably. Uh, quotes of the movie. Uh, I found two two good ones. Uh, <laughs> the one being the shark at the very end. Apparently, sharks roar because he sh- the shark shouted out roar. <laughs> and then uh, Hoagie with a, a classic uh, classic joke. I know a one-on piano player once. Took two minutes to play the minute waltz. All, All right. There you go. It's time for the games. I, I, let that they, I like that they just let uh, Michael Caine do whatever he wanted in this movie. Yeah. Michael Caine just showed up for $2 million for seven days. I would do a lot of things. Like I would do a lot yeah. of things for $2 million for seven days. You had fun in Hawaii. You for sure had fun in Hawaii. Oh, no doubt. Uh, now it's time for the top five. Top five. Shark movies. Top five shark movies. Uh, Kyle, you have a list for us. I don't have a list for you. <laughs> well, we asked you at the beginning of the podcast to find that list. Yeah. You wanted me to do it during? I did not. Uh, okay, well, yeah. I have a link here. Give me give me two seconds. No, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I can come up with this on the fly. Okay, yeah. let's, uh, let's all start at number one. Yeah, let's do it. Jaws. Yeah. Are you, are you, are you going to have the guts to not put Jaws at number one of... 
top shark movies of all time. Oh, dude, Jaws. You would be. You would be uh, in the wrong. Okay, like we, that. We I think I think it's gonna. Five. I think. It's oh, we're starting change. from number one. Okay, we're only yeah, starting yeah. from number one because it's Jaws. Yeah, it's Jaws. So, I think the rest is where things kind of change around. Um, yeah, <laughs> Stephen, what's your two? Number two is The Shallows with Blake Lively. Uh, really good. Um, uh, not just like a stranded, stranded on an island sort of movie, but also like stranded. You know, fighting this fighting the shark who's just stuck in this stuck who's not really like after her as a person but they're stuck in this cove because of high tide and can't get out so she's stuck with it i've heard only good things about that movie it's a great movie it's a solid movie it's definitely my number two of shark movies the ending's kind of kind of wacky but you know you had to end it somehow yeah uh kyle too Uh, i'm going deep blue sea there you go that's not bad it's it, I used to watch that movie all the time. <laughs> one of the one of the better movies uh, based on. I one mean, of the techni- it, like, no. it's not that great of a movie. No, but one of the yeah. better movies based off of a uh, parrot revenge uh, <laughs> uh, plot line. <laughs> yeah, there Which, you uh, go. I enjoy. My number two, um, Thomas Jane wearing a sleeveless uh, wetsuit. <laughs> really enjoyable. I mean, Deep Blue Sea is good. It's Do not re- get electrocuted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Deep Blue Sea is good. Very good. Probably my number three. Wow. Which makes number two, uh, Shark Tale. Shark Tale is my number two. And here's 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 a couple reasons why. Number one. Martin Scorsese is a fish with large eyebrows in this movie. There you go. People forget. People forget that Martin Scorsese plays a fish that has extremely large eyebrows, just like Martin Scorsese. That's the only reason you need. That's number two. Okay. Number two in my books, number one in my heart, possibly. Uh, Shark Tale, if you haven't seen it lately, let's watch it together. Um, maybe come over. We'll hang out. Talk about some sharks. Yeah, I agree. My number three is going to have to be uh, Deep Blue Sea as well. Uh, my number four, though, um, is going to throw you all for a loop because it's going to be uh, Nemo. Can I say Nemo? I don't think so. It has shark elements. There's a lot of things involving sharks. What movie? Finding Nemo. No. I don't think I don't think it counts. Uh, His name Bruce, is Sharkbait. <laughs> Bruce is your <laughs> yeah. Bruce the shark. He's a great shark. Bruce. Hello. Uh, no, that does not count. There's so many terrible. shark movies. I mean, I don't even really have. I haven't really seen my number four. Any. Then is is Jaws two. All right. I don't watch a lot of shark movies because they scare me. <laughs> my number four is Jaws two. Kyle, what scare your, you? Kyle, what's your three? By the yeah. Uh, it's Shark Tale. I mean, I've only seen it once. All right. <laughs> Great. So it's already the third best shark movie you've ever seen in your life. What's your yeah. number four? My number four. Uh, um, my number four. Ahead, thank you, Kyle. My number four is named after, uh, in honor of my sister, who is a big shark head. Okay. Uh, I texted her earlier. Wow. She was unable to join the podcast. The Meg. Uh, the mag is mag. my. It's a the megalodon shark. Um, megalodon, if you ask me. Yeah, 
Good. Oh, yeah. Not this movie bad. is a really horny movie, by <laughs> the way. I, I should have brought this up. Jaws of Revenge is a very horny movie, which makes it more of Nick's movie. Yeah, which is why uh, it's going to possibly show up on my list. Wow. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. Wow. Uh, Kyle, what's your number four? I'll say Sharknado. I've seen parts of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you've never seen the movie. Have you seen Open Water? Haven't you seen Open Water? Oh, I have seen Open Water. Wow. Thank you, Nick. So that's your four is open water? I did, yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, that's my number five is open water. Uh, great premise. Great concept. Uh, one of the one of the good uh, quote unquote found footage movies that um, that still holds up. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll leave it as open water. What a great concept of just being left out. Based off true stories, true events, true things. Yep. Nick, what's your five? Open water, uh, too scary for me. Uh, that'd be on Nick's too scary won't watch list. Uh, number five, Eagle versus Shark. <laughs> yeah, good the Taika movie. <laughs> good movie, one that I will not put on because I feel like that's cheating. So I'm going with Jaws: The Revenge. Wow, uh, nice no horny way. fun movie. I let we we didn't get into how horny this movie was. Well, we tried to, but then we got kept. Get steered away just like a, a shark in uh, non-blood oh, infested brother, waters. This guy stinks. But really quick, underachiever I mean, Oscar. I agree. <laughs> yes, I agree. Yes, exactly. I, uh, it's the only other. It's only the only other shark movie I've seen <laughs> on this list. Wow, you definitely need to watch The Shallows, both of you. Uh, the Shallows is one that I will consider. I'll consider it too. Yeah, but really quick, underachiever Oscar is consider. a pint-sized fish with grand aspirations. When mob-connected great white shark Frankie played by Michael Imperioli, is accidentally killed. Oscar concocts a story with Frankie's peace-loving brother, Lenny, played by Jack Black, that it was he who murdered the shark. Suddenly hailed as shark slayer by his aquatic brethren, 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 Oscar has bigger fish to fry when Frankie's brother, mob boss Don Lino, played by Robert De Niro, dispatches his henchmen to track down his son's killer. That is the plot line to Shark Tale. It is unbelievable that this is a movie and that it's not my number one. Man, fuck, that movie was good. How about this? Never seen it. Oof. Maybe we have to see it. Made $375 million. Yeah, David Anson said, not up to Shrek levels, but a feast for the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Oh, my goodness. Um, all right. Yeah, well, this is going to be an interesting uh, competition. Yeah. So this is the genre bowl where we get to redefine the movie in a separate genre than it, than it already is. I think it's a horror film, so we'll leave it as a horror film. Okay. Technically, it can be a thriller, but you know we can add some thr actual good thriller elements. To okay. It. Well, actually, I think it's more of a thriller <laughs> because it's more of like a revenge murder. <laughs> okay. Than a, than a horror. All right, we'll put horror. <laughs> we'll put horror and take out. I, I think it falls more into the thriller category. If if I had to guess. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so oh, I have I have the movie I have the movie playing in the background in the plane scene and <laughs> shark jumping out <laughs> and her jumping back just happened. All right, Kyle, <laughs> your genre movie. is yeah. romance. Romance. You ready, Nick? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Much of clapping involved. Thanks. Uh, thanks that you remo remove romance. All right, Nick, you ready? Yep. Yours is Western. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Western Jaws. 
Jaws of Revenge definitely fits Western, so I'm in. Mine is motherfucking Jaws the Musical. Hell yeah. Great. Okay, those are our uh, those are our <laughs> genres that we're gonna redo Jaws the Revenge for. Can I pick that dog? Uh, Kyle, you ready? No. <laughs> <laughs> Need some time to I, do your Jaws so, romance film. Don't know how I want to do this. Like we're focusing obviously on uh, the shark, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's up to you. I'll do it. I'm. Re- I can do the Jaws the musical. It's basically what I brought up earlier. In that, it starts out with a with a scene involving a cadre of of sharks, different different types. You got your hammerheads. You got your basking sharks. You got your wh- your peaceful loving whale sharks. You, and then you got your great white bad mothers. Uh, they're they're part of like a family of sharks, and you know they feel disrespected by getting eked out one by one by by some landlubbers. So uh, they put out an omerta that they're going to go after this family and this family alone. There's big, uh, you know, musical sequence involved in that. A lot of hateful, uh, hateful words being thrown around about humans, and their their lack of understanding and respect for sharks. Uh, well, you have to give us one song. Yeah, from get, the musical. I'm getting there. Okay. Getting there. Uh, there's the there's um, the one sequence. <clears throat> there's one sequence where they go after Sean, and he's removing some debris, like in the movie, de- removing debris from the buoys, and he uh, sings a lonely Christmas song at night and uh, you know, just leans back in the boat and uh, puts his hand out, and then the shark just pops out and takes his, takes his arm. And while he's sitting there writhing, the, the shark does his own monologue, like sad song about why he's doing this, and he doesn't want to do it, but, he, but I feel for this human as I, as I munch on his femur like that, that sort of thing yeah. oh okay so the shark um he has a bit of remorse yeah because he don't know this family he's just being assigned to do it oh so this so this shark it's less uh think phantom of the opera meets yeah, uh okay meets uh, jaws that's a little bit so the shark isn't an all we're gonna kind of be on the shark side until it gets killed <laughs> i mean it's still killing people so you know you gotta you gotta pick your battles you gotta be team people when it comes to that stuff so uh the mom gets upset she does her crying little song and dance she goes to the bahamas to take her mind off things meets michael kane michael kane does his best yeah what's michael kane's uh, show-stopping performance yeah what he he's gonna he's gotta have one. I bet it all at a Bahamian casino. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I bet it all my love is all solo me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, something stupid like that. Okay, yeah, okay. Uh but yeah, so there's a lot of lot of a uh, lot of that, a lot of this. And then uh the final sequence is uh is uh sing dance fighting between uh Ellen and, and the shark. The shark talks too, right? Yeah, he has so, to. Yeah. yeah, he has to give his own soliloquies and okay, uh, cool. His I dreamed of dreams and one takes and yeah. things like that. Okay, so yeah, that's Dawson's that musical. Real excited for it. Yeah, I'd I'd write that today. Are you bringing John Williams back for it to write the music? And uh, then somebody yeah. Else who, who somebody else writes the lyrics? Lin Manuel Miranda, right? Oh, okay, Lin Manuel with John Williams with John Williams the, as the in the like, composer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, I mean, you say musical, and I say I when. Yeah, you know, that's unfortunate. I say how high should I be to, before I watch this? <laughs> Kyle, are you ready? Uh, Jaws: The Revenge, sure. The Romance. 
Uh, sure, I'll go. Uh, this is probably gonna be a terrible movie, but uh, <laughs> it's gonna be an animated movie, uh, a romance animated movie. Okay, so a horny, a about, horny cartoon movie. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be about two sharks who fall in love, but one is a great white, that being Jaws, and one is a tiger shark, or <laughs> I, I couldn't think of any other shark <laughs> that would be. <laughs> Mako anyway, shark. Or it could be a hammerhead. Oh, you know what? It's a she's a hammerhead shark. That's what it'll be. And they fall in love, but the dilemma is that, you know, they're not the same shark. So they fall in love, their families don't want them together, so it's kind of like a Romeo Juliet thing, and the revenge is they both end up dying at the end because of kind of the Romeo Juliet aspect, right? They Yeah, so shark a shark version of Romeo and Juliet. Exactly. Sharkio <laughs> and Juliet. Yeah. That's what I came up with. I mean, it's going to be unbelievably good. Uh, do sharks have sex is my first question that I would ask. No, they're like fish. So the <laughs> they have the sacks. The females lay down the sacks. And okay. The, and the That's why it's an animated movie. I took all of that out. <laughs> all sorts of places. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I envision it. I think people people will be interested for sure. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I would just love some to, people. I just can't wait to read the review that was just like, "It's Romeo and Juliet, but with sharks." <laughs> sharks, <Yeah>. but <laughs> Jaws being the Great White and Juliet to, for the two families kind of thing. Yeah, that's I mean, what I came up with. It really feels like the next Sharknado, if you ask me. In that, uh, it's going to be a mega hit for shark fans everywhere. Uh, you threw the mega in there. Wow, look at you. Mega? Megalodon. Uh, Nick, go, go right ahead. Okay. Uh, Shark the Revenge the Western. Draws uh, <laughs> the Revenge the Western. Shark the Revenge <laughs> shark. the Western. <laughs> Where'd you go? The shark over there? <laughs> Jaws, colon, the Revenge. Uh, most westerns take place in in a dry area, so that's that's the main issue that I was running across. Until I thought, what's more west than uh, the desert, the coast? Yep. So we're going all the way west. This is California. Uh, we're going to have our first Jaws set in California, so that's going to be cool. And it's going to be in the early eighteen uh, hundreds. So we're going back. We're going back. Wow. This is the original gold rush. Wow. So. Stick with me here. San Francisco. San Francisco, exactly. San Francisco was built on old ships. Old ships. Yeah. Ships would come. Everybody would abandon ship because they want to go find the gold, and then they would just leave the ship there, and eventually it would just turn into into land. Housing. Apartments. So people would just start living on them. You know who wasn't happy about that? Encroaching on their area? The great white sharks. Wow. You know who also is ha- not happy that they're taking their gold? The great white sharks. Wow. Greedy sharks. Greedy, greedy sharks. sharks. You know, the other place that gold is in, not just in them hills. Gold ain't just in them hills. Gold is underwater. Yep. In the form of treasure. Yep. Some. There's nuggets in that some of these Some of these people are diving in that water to get them nuggets. With those you know, like you know uh, steampunk pro- yeah. nautical helmets. Yep. You know who's there to protect it? Sharks. You know what kind of guns they're shooting underwater? Spear guns. Spear guns. They exist. I'm almost positive. Spear if not, guns exist. Yeah, at this time. Harpoon guns of some sort. More, more than likely. More than likely. 
Um, so that's that's basically what happens. I think that I'm gonna have Michael Caine still be in in it. He's nice. gonna be a Brit, uh, an expat who uh, who you know comes to seek his fortune. He's he's a gambler. He's a gambler there too. And then I think I need uh, some more star power. Somebody that has like a Western. Actually, I, I'm gonna go a. Uh, John Cho. John Cho is going to be John in this. Um, so he'll play an Asian immigrant who comes across <laughs> who comes across as originally to, to work on the railroads, but then he tries to... Uh, he, he sees the gold under the water, but he has to fight against the sharks to get it. Wow. John Cho is the big, big guy. Yep. So that's the... Uh, that's Jaws the Revenge, the Western. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think we did it. We did it. I think we did it. I, we did it. Give us our money. Uh, not Netflix anymore because you guys can't afford that. But no maybe can. Amazon Primo will uh, will pay for that. Yeah, probably. Uh, is this movie better than The Big Green? It's close. Uh, I think it's unequivocal. No. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, what are you re- re-rating yeah. this film as? I think I can give it like a like a like a six percent. Like a sixer. Dang. Yeah, One I mean, I think it's impressive. <laughs> I do, I do think it is impressive they did this in. Did you say six or seven days? Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure it was a seven day production schedule. I think that gives it a seven for me. Seven percenter for you. Yeah, if you can, if yeah. you can make this movie in seven days, kudos. Let me verify. Yeah, this. and it made fifty one million dollars. <laughs> I mean, shot shot this movie in seven days, not made it in seven days. Like there's the editors. Probably yeah, had a yeah, hard, yeah, the yeah. editors had the hardest time with this movie. They did have to do reshots, <laughs> yeah, reshoots. Okay, uh, yeah, uh, I rated a five percent, so five, six, seven, right there, right here down the line. Uh, Nick, you got a blurb for it? My blurb is why they have to take revenge on me. Wow, Kyle, I, me eyeballs, me eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mine is my fear of the ocean is surprisingly lifted. No longer scared of sharks. You hear that? I'm not afraid of you anymore. <laughs> I figured out how to make you this movie that? fresh. <laughs> Put Ludacris in this movie. Oh, that's nice. Man. Yeah. Ludacris is in my Ludacris is in my uh, my remake. My uh my western. He's in the western? Yeah, for sure. Nice. Uh bl- blurb call. I don't have one. All right. What's your real recommendation? <laughs> Just say Obi Wan so we can get it over with. <laughs> no, everybody, everybody no. hates Obi Wan. Everybody loves Obi. We all hate Obi Wan. Obi Wan, we hate you. Nick, do you have a? I have one. I haven't started. I haven't started anything recently. Will you suck? To be honest. My real recommendation is something that also has two R's in it and another one. I watched a RRR. On Netflix, the uh, Tollywood movie, I want to say. Oh, is it the one where they're like throwing tigers yeah, at each one. other? It is crazy. <laughs> I got one. It's very good. <laughs> okay, it's supposed to get good reviews. It's three hours long, <laughs> it's and it's three kind hour of epic. Aw- it's yeah. pretty awesome. Uh, I definitely was into it from start to finish. Wow, that's yeah. incredible. Uh, I'm willing. It's good enough to where. Uh, I'm going to make Jesse rewatch it with me. <laughs> uh, Kyle, what's your real recommendation? <laughs> I'm definitely taking yours. I forgot. I finished. I did finish the boys. 
Ah, uh, thanks, Kyle. I really appreciate that. <laughs> appreciate you stealing my it's shit. It's a good transition. Go ahead and talk about it. Uh, no, no, you talk about it. It's your choice. <laughs> talk about it. No, it's season three of The Boys. That's what you wanted to pick, so that you picked that. What I pick is um, starting Yellowstone. Man, three, uh, three almost two, two seasons complete. Yeah, on the third season. <laughs> oh, Man. Is, that, is that what you're watching? Is I'm it watching good? some Yellowstone. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 basically Sons of Anarchy on a ranch. That's really the best way to put it. Because there's oh, a really? there's a family member that's there's like a it, there's a, a a parental unit that's missing from the show at the beginning, like killed off before the show even starts. There's a reluctant outsider trying to make um outsider child trying to make it on his own without like his family's influence, but eventually has to be brought back into the fold because of his certain set of skills. There's a weakling weenie uh, member of the family that um. Thinks he's too good for the family and tries to make a name for himself. There's the there's the sociopath. There's the lovable sociopath. There's Kevin Costner as as the uh, cause <laughs> as our guy as our um, you know what to say as our Ron Perlman of the show. We're doing the Postman this year, I think. I don't think so. I think we should. Okay, then it's we're the ending an- the podcast. It's, it's the anniversary of, of the Postman. Wow, well, it's the end of the podcast. Then you heard it here, folks. From God's lips to your you guys, ears. Uh, have okay. you guys started the old man? No, I, I haven't started. I watched the first episode of the. Old I Man. haven't started. It's good. Okay. I it's good. It. I I keep I keep getting told I need to watch it. by I liked it. I liked ours, it. So well, there you go. Um, but yeah, the boys is great. Uh, they uh, gory, uh, very very intense. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it's good. It's, good. it's it's. I mean, it's very graphic, but it. Uh, hey, what if superheroes weren't great people? That's I mean, the premise would, of yeah, the boys. They wouldn't. They wouldn't be. We all know it's, it's terrifying. <laughs> it's 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 a little scary. <laughs> That's like one people of the critiques of the power. boys. Yeah, yeah. That's how it is. But then again, hey, at least it isn't Jaws the Revenge. Bob up, Bob up. This ding 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 ding. That's what it was yeah. like. Ching 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 ching. Yeah. Um. This has been real rotten. This has been uh episode one thirty eight. Jaws the Revenge, the thirty yeah. fifth anniversary. Yeah. Uh. We hope you never Whoa. have to watch it. But if you Whoa. bear witness, uh, by all means, watch it. Uh. Just to just to know that this movie exists. It's on Tubi. Check it out on Tubi. You're behind off. Uh. That's Nick. This is uh, Stephen. Uh, signing off, and then, of course, the ever-infamous Kyle. Uh, keep it real, stay rotten. Bye now. Keep it real, steal. With a thankful heart, with an endless <laughs> joy, with a growing family, every girl and boy will oh, be you're not using a song, wow. We'll bring love, hope, and peace to me. Yes, and every night will end and everyone will start with a grateful friend and a thankful heart. Some films are ripe, some films are rotten. and we like our potatoes are gratin. You are to film, but you can't even. But here comes Nick and Steve, and they break it down, they turn it out. And when it was over, you on the show, I want my money back. That was real rotten. We're fucking rotten